Welcome, America. Fasten your seatbelts. This is The Jay Sheldon Show. Signing up the illegals. Yep. And it gets worse. Uh, Zuckerberg gets wrecked. And I mean wrecked. And child abuse at its worst. You will not believe this one. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. <laughs> Happy Thursday. Thursday morning kicking off across America. Welcome in. Thanks for hanging out. Appreciate you being here. If you want, join up for Rumble. Sign up for a free account. We want to hear from you in the chat. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a follow. We got all that and more coming up today. Really, there is a lot going on. There really is. And we're going to talk all about it. Bring you the news stuff you may or may not have heard about. And uh, it's the stuff we're going to try and cover. The stuff that doesn't get enough attention. And we're going to bring a little more to it. And one of the ways we do that is with our sponsors. And that would be the good folks at Blackout Coffee, one of our main sponsors. Folks, this company is probably the most awake company I have ever dealt with. They are absolutely amazing. The owner here is so pro-American, it's beyond belief. He believes in all the stuff we believe in, we conservatives, truth, honesty, integrity, family, American values is what this company represents. In addition, and perhaps more importantly, it's all great to be a pro-America, yay, rah, rah company, but if you don't have a good product, not going to last very long. This company makes the most amazing coffee you've ever had. Maybe you don't think about it. Maybe you're used to the coffee you've been drinking, and that's fine. Do yourself a favor, though. Try it. Just try a bag. That's all I'm asking. One single bag of blackout coffee beans. Grind them up. Get them in through the uh, hot water and make yourself a cup of blackout coffee and you will be amazed. They work with local co-ops, American farmers to source the best beans. This small batch roasting process means they only roast your beans after you order. When you place your order, usually within 48 hours, they will roast your beans and then ship them out right away. Within two, three days, they'll come up to your door and... That's it. That is fresh roasted. Not like that crap you buy in the supermarket. You don't know how long ago it got roasted. You don't know what's in it. It's just, I love this blackout coffee. I drink it all the time. I'm telling you, even if they were not a sponsor of this show, I would still be drinking blackout coffee. It's that good. Skip the lines at the store. You can order online. Of course, the folks at Blackout Company ship uh, with uh, within 48 hours of roasting your beans and when you check out after you order just if you want just a single bag of blackout coffee you see all the different roasts here they've got some flavored coffees too which are really nice and uh, signature blends partner roast flavored coffee they do coffee pods if you use coffee pods when you check out after you place your order in your little cart there put in our promo code and get 20% off j20 J-A-Y-20 is our promo code, which will get you 20% off your first order at Blackout Coffee. Like I said, give it a shot. Give them a try. They are awake. They are not woke. They are an American company, and they care about our values. And they make the best cup of coffee on the planet. Give them a shot. 
Blackout Coffee. Thank you, folks, for sponsoring the show. We really, really do appreciate it. Incredible company, Blackout. We're very proud to have them as part of our sponsors here. Okay, it's happened. There it is. Idiot U.S. Senator Dick Durbin. Well, where have we heard that name before? He is now suggesting recruiting illegals with no allegiance to the country. Obviously, the very first thing they did when they got to the United States was break the law by entering illegally. No affinity to the host nation, the U.S., or its citizens, recruiting them into the military. That's not all. They will be fast-tracked for citizenship. And guess what comes with citizenship? Yep, what they've been planning all along, the right to vote. There you go. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> if you have spent any time really looking closely at these globalists, how they operate, one thing is incredibly obvious, very clear. There are no coincidences. Whatever, whenever the exact same chain of events happen, suddenly appear out of nowhere in country after country at the same time begin floating the idea of reintroducing military conscription the draft basically you've seen that in several countries an imminent all-out war with Russia an idea that Nobody wants, except the globalists, every one of the citizens, normal Joe and Jane Blow and citizen people, want nothing to do with this crap. But our fearless leaders, the people who are supposed to supposedly work for us, they do want it, and they're going to make it happen. I got tape of Durbin coming up in a minute. You will not believe this moron. In light of the recent sentiments expressed by Durbin, apparently the need for military conscription is intended to converge like moves on a chessboard. And another very blatant example of exactly how they pre-plan, centrally coordinate this globalist maneuvering in order to accomplish goals. You've seen the immigrants, the illegals that are pouring across the border. This is not families. These are all military-aged young men. Most of which have some sort of odd rather overt hostility towards us, towards Western nations. 
It's a plan. It is coming together. The New York Post, I love this in the Post story about this. U.S. military offers legal migrants path to citizenship amidst recruiting shortfall. Well, maybe if you weren't so damn woke with your stupid DEI bullshit, you wouldn't have a problem recruiting real Americans into your military. Listen to this from the Post, how they try and make it all some warm and cuddly feeling. When Esmita Spuedes Bidan was a young girl in Nepal, she dreamed of being in the military. But that wasn't a real option in her country. She heads to basic training in August. Last week, she raised her right hand and took the oath and joined the U.S. Army Reserves. Just the latest in a growing number of legal immigrants. No, they're not. Enlisting in the U.S. military. And they are aggressively, the military is aggressively seeking these illegals out to join. Offering them a fast track to citizenship. And as we said, along with citizen comes, of course, the right to vote. put together this new illegal alien army they're creating. What better candidate for an army like military-aged men from war-torn hellholes across the world? No allegiance to us, no allegiance to the nation. If given a gun and a salary, they would likely follow orders, and that includes orders that domestic soldiers, American citizen soldiers, would likely not follow. You know my point. If they're, if, hey, if it all goes south and hell in a handbag happens, and this military is ordered to shoot you, you think these illegals are gonna have a problem doing that? Not in a New York minute. Bang, you're dead. So the, the, the post here all, you know, oh, it's all, you know, join hands and sing Kumbaya. Listen to this idiot. Now we're facing a new challenge we've never seen before. The number of refugees from around the world is at a record-breaking pace. Some refugees because of war, some because of fear, religious belief, state of the environment, and they're moving in massive numbers all over the globe, particularly into Europe and to the United States. So we've seen record-breaking numbers appearing at our border to the south of our country. So now we hear from our Republican friends that before we can provide any more military assistance to Ukraine in their war against Vladimir Putin, the war criminal from Moscow, if we're going to provide any assistance to Israel 
to fight off the Hamas terrorism group, we have to resolve the problems at our southern border before we can go forward. The presiding officer, my colleague from the state of Illinois, has legislation which addresses one aspect of that. Her bill, and I hope I describe it accurately, says that if you are an undocumented person in this country and you can pass the physical and the required test, background test, the like, you can serve in our military, and if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. Do we need that? How does that make you feel? Look, I hope I'm wrong about this. I really do. But I'm telling you, an army, a military filled with these illegals who have no allegiance to our country, the Constitution, our way of life, in fact, they are outwardly against it, all hell is going to break loose, and they are planning it. They are praying for it. I promise you, this is scary, scary stuff, and you need to be prepared. Lose any sleep over it. Just be prepared. That's all I'm telling you. Shit's going to hit the fan, and it ain't going to be pretty. Zuckerberg and Facebook back in the news. Senator Hawley, whom we love on this program, just called on Zuckerberg to apologize directly to the families who are in this audience, the families of victims of child abuse, child sexual exploitation, which occurred thanks in no small part to the meta platforms, Facebook, Instagram. Strangely enough, Zuckerberg stands up and does it. You didn't take any action. You didn't that's take any true, action. Senator. You didn't fire anybody. You haven't that's compensated true. a that's single not, victim. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? I've, Would I've, you like to do so now? Well, They're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to these good people? Why we invested so much and are going to continue doing these previous efforts to, uh, to make sure that no one has to go through the types of things that your families have had to suffer. You know, there you go. Okay, kudos to him. He actually stood up and apologized. But you know what, Zuck? You wouldn't have to be apologizing if you hadn't had your little algorithms helping to support child abuse, child sexual exploitation on your platforms in the first place. Insane. Ted Cruz also confronting Zuckerberg. Ted Cruz does not put up with any crap at all. There was an Instagram Wall Street Journal's story that exposed these social media sites 
connecting pedophiles with the pizza code words we've all heard about and, you know, the Podesta and his ilk continue to try and deny it. Instagram's own algorithm helping pedophiles find content. When Cruz showed Zuckerberg Instagram's warning screen, among the options was a warning and another button that says see content anyway yeah not kidding take a listen in june of 2023 the wall street journal reported that instagram's recommendation systems were actively connecting pedophiles to accounts that were advertising the sale of child sexual abuse material. In many cases, those accounts appeared to be run by underage children themselves, often using code words and emojis to advertise illicit material. In other cases, the accounts included indicia that the victim was being sex trafficked. Now, I know that Instagram has a team that works to prevent the abuse and exploitation of children online. But what was particularly concerning about the Wall Street Journal expose was the degree to which Instagram's own algorithm was promoting the discoverability of victims for pedophiles seeking child abuse material. In other words, this material wasn't just living on the dark corners of Instagram. Instagram was helping pedophiles find it by promoting graphic hashtags, including hashtag ped whore and hashtag preteen sex to potential buyers. That goes on the links in our show notes if you want to check it out. But again, encouraging, the algorithms encouraging, feeding this crap to the people looking for it, the pedophiles groomers and then offering them the content after putting up some ridiculous little warning screen where you can opt out or you can continue on to see the content I, beyond me absolutely beyond me speaking of groomers gays against groomers back in the news today this is insane. This is insane. I explained this before. The LGB community, lesbian, gay, bisexual community, fought for years, long and hard, gave up, in some cases, their lives to fight for these same rights that everyone else has, the same human rights and eventually gained them. And everything was fine. And then the T came on board and all hell broke loose. And then the QA plus whatever the hell they're gonna add on to the alphabet next. And it all went to crap. They have hijacked what actually had become kind of an unmovement because they had accomplished most of what they were 
aiming to accomplish. And that was a very simple once and asks. <laughs> Colorado Representative Weissman would not let Representative Graff introduce gays against groomers because saying groomers is pejorative under the House Rule 23D. Graf says, against whom is it pejorative? The groomers? So you want to support them? Apparently they went from don't say gay to don't say gays against groomers. This is nuts. Listen. So a letter that I received from a doctor of the, the, the head of the chapter of Colorado chapter, leader of uh, gays against groomers, and a member of the LGBTQ. All right, come on. Sir, Repres the, uh, Rep the title of Representative DeGraff, we are not going to use the word groomer or grooming in this debate. It is pejorative. It is speaking to personalities in violation of Rule 23D. Please find ways to express yourself without using pejorative words and transgressing the rules. Please continue. The name of their organization is what I read. They have a First Amendment right to name their organization whatever they want. Okay. Uh, all right, I'm sorry, I, Representative. We're going to have a brief recess. Who are you afraid of offending? The groomers? The pedophiles? Clown world, folks. Clown freaking world. And we're living in it. Let me guess that guy was a Democrat, right? Hmm. This video was posted today, and frankly, I, I thought twice about putting it on the air, because it's disgusting. This freak mother abusing her child, and she's so proud. What you're about to watch is one of the greatest medical scandals in history. Thousands of kids, adolescents, being told the lie that they're born in the wrong body. And they can be happy. All they have to do is permanently alter their bodies. This is about a minute long. See if it pisses you off as much as it pisses me off. Dr. Olson had a decision. You are in the perfect place to start on blockers. And she promises to begin giving her estrogen, female hormones, in two years. Around 13. That's what I think. Yes, you're not going to develop breast buds on the blockers, but um, you're not going to wait until 16 to start. You know that, okay? Josie received the blockers as an implant in her arm. It's okay if I cry. 
So with all the bravery she could muster, Josie held on tight as another chapter opened in this young girl's life. A lot of times it strikes me that had this happened just 20 years ago, thank you. I wouldn't have been able to give her blockers and she would have had to go through male puberty. That terrifies me. It's all done. Do you want a hug? I don't know that she would have survived male puberty. It's, I'm sorry folks, it's child abuse. It's simply child abuse. And we are a lot, not only are we allowing it to continue, we are encouraging it. I showed you the study last night, or yesterday, how the suicide rates among teens, adolescents, has increased since gender-affirming care became all the thing to do. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. You know what else is disgusting? You already know this. Joe Biden. We've covered two stories on this show continuously. Whenever there's news, we cover it because they would like you to forget about it. One is Maui. We just did an update on that last night. The other is East Palestine, Ohio. A business owner there says this. The leader of our country did not show up to the greatest catastrophe of 2023. And now he's going to show up because it's an election year. The polls show President Trump came and supported us when he didn't have to. No, I think it boils down to the American people have awakened to realize that our, the leader of our country did not show up to the greatest catastrophe of 2023. And now he's going to show up because it is an election year. Uh, and obviously the polls show that, that President Trump uh, came and supported us when he didn't have to. And, and I think we saw right through it from the beginning and, and not to make it political because I will support any president that serves our country because otherwise it's like, again, I've said on your program before, it's like rooting against your favorite team's quarterback Great. just to see the backup. I, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a scenario where we know what he's doing. The American people see it. And Great. now it's, hey, we have to go visit East Palestine because we haven't done that yet and check, the, check it off the yeah. books. Hey, yeah, exactly. This Sorry-ass excuse for a president. This rotting bag of flesh. Finally decides in an election year, he's going to visit East Palestine. How many years after this happened? sorry excuse for not just a president, a sorry excuse, frankly, for a human being. 
You know, about four weeks ago, the East Palestine mayor uh, released a statement about this possibly happening. The president is always welcome to our town, he said. That being said, I don't know what he would do here now. We're going on a year and nothing from the White House. The best time for him to come would be February of 2025 when he's on his book tour. Mm -hmm. Kelly Saberia, Fox Business, caught up with him after the news today. Take a listen. I wrote a letter to him uh, about a month ago saying that, you know, I think he needed to come. And you know, I was gracious in the letter. Uh, I think he needs to see what's going on here. Do you still stand by that comment about the book tour? I 100% stand by the comment about the book tour. I, I think that's the best time for him, him personally, is, you know, his Joe Biden. That's the best time for Joe Biden to come. Uh, I think the best time for him to come would have been whenever, he, you know, whenever this happened. East Palestine Mayor Trent Conaway, calling it like he sees it. Good on you, Mayor Conaway. I cannot, I, you know, part of me says I can't believe it. The other part says it just freaking figures. Absolutely no surprise at all. Another politician who just completely misses the point. This goofball, Ayanna Presley, I'm telling you, she's now accusing Walgreens, who are closing stores in neighborhoods because of the crime rates, because they can't make a profit, they can't stay open because they continuously get robbed, shoplifted from. And she just misses the point. Take a look at this moron. Mr. Speaker, Walgreens is planning to close yet another pharmacy in the Massachusetts 7th, this time on Warren Street in Roxbury, a community that is 85% black and Latino. This closure is a part of a larger trend of abandoning low-income communities like the previous closures in Mattapan and Hyde Park, both in the Massachusetts 7th. When a Walgreens leaves a neighborhood, they disrupt the entire community and they take, them, and they take with them baby formula, diapers, asthma inhalers, life-saving medications, and of course, jobs. These closures are not arbitrary and they are not innocent. They are life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination. No, they're not. They're closing the stores because the people of the neighborhood can't stop robbing them and stealing from them and shoplifting from them. Oh well. You want to keep your supplies, your Walgreens? Then stop stealing from them. It's really just kind of that simple. It's an Occam's razor sort of thing. Simplest solution. Always the best. This idiot. Trying to make it some racist black-on-white thing, whatever, black-on-corporate-America thing. It's really just that simple. It really is. Want to keep your store open? Stop robbing it. Duh. 
Hey, I don't want to spend a lot of time about Taylor Swift because she's an idiot. She's a piece of propaganda. That's all she is. She's a Democrat talking point. But this is interesting. We talked last night a little bit about the Taylor Swift psyop. Well, now that it's caught on and made the news in a bunch of places, all of a sudden, the corporate media has decided Taylor Swift is not a psyop. Good morning. Taylor Swift is not a psyop. Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift is not a psyop. Taylor 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 Swift is not a psyop. And on and on and on. I guess they got the memo, huh? <laughs> sure looks like it. Sure looks like it. Hey, Vigilant Fox over on X, cool account. You guys got to follow Vigilant Fox. Amazing. <clears throat> he put a post up about ivermectin. Yes, ivermectin. Second, probably only to penicillin for having the greatest impact on our health. Won a Nobel Prize. The propagandists, however have told you it was dangerous horse dewormer. Now, we've since debunked the hell out of that. Anyone awake knows that's not the case. But why would they do such a thing? Why would they tell you ivermectin is dangerous? You may have heard this before, but in case, we're going to do it again. It's that important. Ivermectin's existence threatened a multi-hundred billion dollar vaccine enterprise. COVID shots, which they forced upon the world, would never have even existed if ivermectin was shown to be effective. The vaccines were authorized under the Emergency Youth Use Act. Again, a lot of my audience knows this. I'm talking to the people who out there are still thinking, oh, ivermectin, no, it's, it'll kill you. It's horse dewormer. For the FDA to issue an emergency use act, there has to be, this is from the actual authorization, no adequate, approved, and available alternative candidate product for diagnosing, preventing, or treating the disease or condition. That's a quote. For those liberals listening, that means that's actually directly from the act. So they had to smear ivermectin. They had to discredit ivermectin. which consequently caused millions to die around the world for this $100 billion vaccine industry. Still loving Big Pharma? 
telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I got one more for you. We always end before we go on to our book with um, something funny or uplifting or a little of both or one of those awe moments. And I found another one. Never, ever give up. Hey, someone said you needed a friend today. All right, someone said that you were down, but you were not out. Someone said that I needed to come and speak to you and tell you that you're still in the fight and there's a battle. I'm supposed to come help you fight, so I wanted to tell you to get up. I want to tell you to stand. Come on, put your gear on. We still have a fight to win. I want to tell you that you're in a battle for your life right now, and I want to tell you I got your back. I have your six, and as long as I'm here, you're not fighting alone. I want you to tell you, come on, come on, walk with me. Even if you got to lean on my shoulder, I'll tell you I got you, I got you. I want you to keep firing your weapon. I want you to keep shooting, and I want you to stay in the fight, because I need you, and I won't leave you. I'm going to be by your side the whole time. I'm going to be fighting. I'm going to be throwing lead for you. I'm going to be fighting with you. I'm going to be there the whole time, and I ask that you just stay with me. So get up. Get up, and let's go. So get up, and let's go. That's inspirational. I put the link to that post in our show notes. I really, really hope you will share that out there. Uh, an American hero, one of the members of our military, with some great words of encouragement. Things we could use these days, because it's just, again, to wrap it all the way back to the beginning of the show, where they're signing up illegals into our military and then fast-tracking them into citizenship. Get up. Join the fight. Don't give in. It's not over. Not by a long shot. Okay. You ready? Treasure Island. Robert Louis Stevenson wrote this book. Published it in 1882. There is a link in our show notes also, by the way, to a doco, a documentary about Robert Stevenson. And it seems part of this book, or a lot of this book, may very well be autobiographical. Robert Louis Stevenson may have actually found Captain Zilber's treasure, Treasure Island. So we are continuing on with our reading of Treasure Island. We're getting towards the end, just a couple chapters more to go, and then we'll wrap it up. Here we go. Silver's face was radiant. You couldn't say more, I'm sure, sir, not if you was my mother, he cried. Well, that's my first concession, added the doctor. My second is a piece of advice. Keep the boy close beside you, and when you need help, hello, I'm off to seek it for you, and that itself will show you that if I speak at random. Goodbye, Jim. And Dr. Livesey shook hands with me through the stockade, nodded to Silver, and set off at a brisk pace into the wood. Chapter 31, The Treasure Hunt, Flint's Pointer. 
"'Jim,' said Silver when we were alone, "'if I saved your life, you saved mine, and I'll not forget it. "'I seen the doctor waving you to run for it, "'with the tail of my eye I did. "'I seen you say no. "'Plain as hearing, Jim, that's one to you. "'It's the first glint of hope I had since the attack failed, "'and I owe it to you. "'Now, Jim, we're going to go in for this here treasure hunting "'with sealed orders, too.' I don't like it. You and me must stick close. Back to back like. We'll save our necks in spite of fate and fortune. <coughs> Just then, a man hailed us that breakfast was ready from the fire. We were soon seated here and there about the sand over biscuits and fried junk. They'd lighted a fire to fit to roast an ox, and now it was grown so hot they could only approach it from the windward, and even there not without precaution. In the same wasteful spirit, they'd cooked, I suppose, three times more than we could ever eat. And one of them, with an empty laugh, threw what was left into the fire, which blazed and roared again over this unusual fuel. I never in my life saw men so careless of the morrow. Hand to mouth is the only word that can describe their way of doing. And what with wasted food, sleeping sentries, though they were bold enough for a brush and be done with it, I could see their entire unfitness for anything like a prolonged campaign. Even silver, Eating away with Captain Flint upon his shoulder had not a word of blame for their recklessness. And this the more surprised me, for I thought he'd never showed himself so cunning as he did then. Aye, mates, said he. Lucky you have barbecue to think for this here head. I got what I wanted, I did. Sure enough, they have the ship. Where they have it, I don't know yet, but once we hit the treasure, we'll have to jump about and find out. And then, mates, us that has the boats, I reckon, has the upper hand. <coughs> and thus he kept running on, mouth full of hot bacon, and restored their hope and confidence. I, more than suspect, repaired to his own at the same time. As for the hostage... He continued, that's his last talk, I guess, with them he loved so dear. I got my piece of news, and thank you to him for that, but it's over and done. I'll take him in a line when we go treasure hunting, for we'll keep him like so much gold. In case of accidents, you mark, and in the meantime, once we got the ship and treasure both, off to sea like jolly companions, why... Then we'll talk Mr. Hawkins over, we will, and we'll give him his share, to be sure, for all his kindness. It was no wonder the men were in a good humor now. For my part, I was horribly cast down. Should the scheme he had now sketched prove feasible, Silver, already doubly a traitor, wouldn't hesitate to adopt it. He had still a foot in either camp. No doubt he'd prefer wealth and freedom with the pirates to a bare escape from hanging, 
which was the best he had to hope for on our side. Nay, and even if things so fell out that he was forced to keep his faith with Dr. Leibsey, even then, what danger lay before us? What a moment that would be when the suspicions of his followers turned to a certainty, and he and I should have to fight for dear life, he a cripple, and I a boy, against five strong and active seamen. Add to this double apprehension, the mystery that still hung over the behavior of my friends, their unexplained desertion of the stockade, their inexplicable session of the chart, or harder still to understand, the doctor's last warning to Silver. Look out for squalls when you find it, and you will be readily believing how little taste I found in my breakfast, and how uneasy a heart I set forth behind my captors on the quest for treasure. We made a curious figure. Had anyone been there to see us, all in soiled sailor clothes, and all but me armed to the teeth? Silver had two guns slung about him, one before and one behind, besides the great cutlass at his waist, and a pistol in each pocket of his square-tailed coat. To complete his strange appearance, Captain Flint sat perched upon his shoulder and gabbed odds and ends of purposeless sea talk. I had a line about my waist, followed obediently after the sea cook, who held the loose end of the rope, now in his free hand, now between his powerful teeth. For all the world, I was led like a dancing bear. As they start off on their search for the treasure, we will give it a pause there and pick it up again on tomorrow's show. Treasure Island. Love it. Love it. Think they'll find the treasure? Have you read this book before? No. No spoilers, please. I haven't. I'm reading it out loud with you guys. First time ever. So, uh, that's it. Thanks. It's Thursday. Enjoy the rest of your day. Friday's coming, so feel good about that. And thank you very much for popping by. Be sure you follow, hit the thumbs up button, and uh, give our sponsors a look too, would you? We'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard The Jay Sheldon Show. Join us Monday through Friday here on Rumble. Thanks for watching. Snort. <laughs>